right, all right, all right. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Uh, morning, good morning. Uh, the next episode of At the Table with Urban Forex. And today we have a very interesting uh, topic today where we're going to be talking about uh, um, some of the qualities that top traders have. What, what are the qualities, uh, what they use and do on a day-to-day -day basis? What are their rituals? What are their routines? And what makes them so special that gets them away from the traditional sake of wannabe traders or retail traders or traders who are just going up and down in their P&L, whether it's sometimes profitable, sometimes losses. So what makes a consistently profitable trader and what does he do? So today on the panel with me, I have here with me uh, Armo. Hello. Uh, Lucas. Hey. And Ian. Hey, everybody. All right. Hopefully with these sounds, you probably recognize their names whenever they're speaking in this in this podcast. <laughs> so um, so you'll have them here in the panel. You're here with me. So to start off, guys, um, uh, as you're listening in, whether it's from uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes or wherever you're tuning in from, even if it's on YouTube, uh, there are, I want you guys to know that there is also people um, tuning in live to uh, hear this podcast. So I'm going to start off with you, Armo and uh, ask you some questions of what do you think are some of the traits that you as a trader yourself or you have seen other traders uh, that they do that keeps them at the top of the top okay what what makes them different um i think to start off slow a, a good a quality to have is humbleness uh, the ability to accept that sometimes you're going to be wrong. Uh, sometimes you need to listen to, or not sometimes, very often you need to listen to their, to your mentor and hear what he or she has to say and, and, you know, follow their advice, be open to that advice. Even after you just had a winning tr trade and you think, ah, now I got it. Now I can do it. Um, just be open and humble to that. Be humble that you don't know everything. Yeah. I, uh, even just to go off of that point a little bit too, even just other traders that you meet, because you end up in this industry, you talk to a lot of other professionals and, and maybe they just seen something a little bit different than you that day, or like you maybe missed something. So to be yeah. open-minded enough just to like say, Hey, Oh, maybe, Oh, I missed that. You know, thanks. You know, you can always learn from, from someone else in this industry. Right. right. Yeah. I think, I think, I think thanks. It's not something uh, really common set amongst traders. I think there's something that comes along with trading and that's ego and it's a huge load of ego that comes along with being a trader. So I think some traders really have to, you know, humble themselves down, you know, otherwise the market is going to do its job. Yeah. It'll bring them back to normal. Right. But that that's, it's really interesting and strange at the same time, isn't it? It's just that I understand that if you want to become an engineer, you want to learn from the best. You want to become a doctor. You want to learn from the best. You always are looking to learn and improve. But this is this one industry where as you're learning, the ego flares up so high that you can't accept you want to learn more. You just have to say, no, I know everything. Why is that? Why is it in this industry that is it Instagram that's causing this, that you know, <laughs> I need to make sure everyone knows that I know what to do and then therefore this rental Ferrari that I'm showing behind me, people can really believe that I actually bought it. You know, like, is it, is it that, is that where do you guys think the ego is coming from for a lot of these uh, traders who are trying to live up to that hype? Maybe, without getting too philosophical, but maybe it's also just 
okay, maybe it's getting a little bit philosophical, but society <laughs> always telling us to be confident, you know, you can do it and, uh, you know, be sure that you can do it. And then at the same time, you can be confident, but you can also confidently say, I'm okay at what I do uh, at trading, uh, but I still have a lot more to learn. Uh, that that's still a confident person, but it, it's also a humble person, a person who is open to grow. Yeah, there's a fine line between being confident and being ignorant. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think confidence is. Yeah, confidence is key for sure. Like you, I, don't get me wrong. Like to be a good trader, you have to have the confidence in yourself and your trades. Um, but it's just keeping that little piece in the back of your mind that. You know, I'm not going to be right all the time. Um, and to maybe not carry that over to every trade too. Like this one happened to go to the moon, maybe tomorrow, temper your expectations a little bit. So, you know, and then, you know, just yeah, trade but, within your shut. Uh, so, okay. So that, that's a good point you bring up there. Like this one, you know, today a trade went to the moon and then maybe tomorrow it doesn't. But as traders, as you know, from your, all of your own personal experiences, when you guys started, um, what, how did you guys get through this feeling of, hey, I took a trade, it went fantastically, and then the next trade I took, I was expecting it to go fantastically, but it didn't. How do you cope with that? And what do you think is different from a professional trader when he looks at that? Is he already pre-prepared for it? Or do you say he just handles it better through money management? Or is he, is he um, saying, I'm just going to trail it with my stop loss and then I'll take whatever I can. What do you think is the well, professional mindset towards that? Well, I think it, if a lot of it's just coming down to real world experience. I, I don't know if like as a beginner, you can get away from making those few mistakes to begin with. Like I know for myself when I like, I've done trades in the beginning where, where like I say, it went to the moon and then the next day I was surprised that it didn't. So you, I think the key from a professional is to learn to self-reflect on, on whether it was a bad trade or a good trade. Don't tra take bad trades with you as well. Learn from whatever it is and try and grow the next day um, with whatever you do. Or, or you can just lock yourself up in a room and cry. That works too sometimes. <laughs> I, I've tried that. That doesn't work apparently. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't. I used to do that a lot. Like yeah. that, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> Just so it's holding really my like, knees oh. and rocking back and forth underneath the shower. <laughs> <laughs> I need to give my account a boost. So I'm, I'm going to spend like three days in a closet crying. And then my account started to grow after that. Is, is that <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the golden key that no one's ever talking about on the internet. <laughs> like cry over your losses. Talk like. about this. Yeah. <laughs> No Ferrari, you don't need Ferraris, you just need a good cry. <laughs> or you can just cry in your Ferrari and books too. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Good I point. can't pay for this gas now. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, okay. So would you, would you guys say that's another trait of a professional, um, which is that ability to self-reflect to the most core and honest ability? It goes hand in hand with that ego part that uh, Armo you were bringing up at the early. Uh, uh, Lucas, I think who who brought up ego? Uh, Lucas, I think you well, brought I, it up. No, you brought it up humbleness. with humbleness, yeah. right? So, but um, Lucas brought ego into it. Yeah. So, so if the ego is there, and then a professional trader is putting himself in check after every self reflection, 
it's almost contradictory than what a retail trader is probably doing, right? So it's like the, the humbleness is super high, therefore one can self-reflect. But if the humbleness is not there, which an average retail person has, okay, it's, it's he, he, he lacks, sorry, doesn't have, he lacks. Then it's this ability of, no, I know it all, but I'm still going to Google on the internet. I'm still going to search for something because uh, honestly, I know internally, I don't know it all, but the world must know I know it all. What is with this? What is with this? Well, I, th I think what it is, like, I think you kind of hit it there that like, when you have something that doesn't go your way on a trade, um, a lot of retail traders will just, like you say, they'll hit Google, they'll search for a new strategy, something else to try or this and that. Whereas I think a professional will actually be humble enough to reflect how, what went wrong with what I did today? How, like, what about the technique I use today? Can I improve going forward? Can I fix? Um, so I don't make that mistake again, not just finding necessarily something else or completely switching. It's, it's the ability to work on and realize, Hey, uh, I need to improve or I, I made a mistake this time. Actually, that's actually a very good point you bring up there. So, so a professional is adding upon that same technique and system and trying to improve upon it versus a normal trader who's saying, this doesn't work. Let's find something else. Whether it's a new system, uh, strategy, technique, um, market, yeah. uh, brokerage, mentor, signal service, it doesn't work. Move on. There is no yeah, ability yeah. to how do I fine tune, right? Yeah, I, I think a lot of this this thing, especially with like retail traders, they they lack a lot of um, self awareness and they tend to lie to themselves like quite a lot. So like what you just said just now, Naveen, you were saying um, they were switching strategy from strategy, you know, thinking one strategy doesn't work. So let's go to the next one. But they are internally lying to themselves and, you know, they should have been putting more work to one strategy and trying to master that. But one, two losses comes along, three, four losses come along and like, ah, no, this doesn't work for me. So I'll switch on to another strategy and same loop happens over and over and over. But they're okay, just not but working hard. But but that, okay, I get yeah. that though, because a lot of most people, all right, most people, they don't just you know wake up one day and become traders. You know, they they come from a job, and then they're becoming traders because they want to leave the job. That's generally the leap that they want to do. But then here's the thing though, in in the job they have that sense of security of money will come and money will come and that once the money doesn't come in, they go on tilt. In fact, the money is going out instead of coming in. That causes a mental mental shift. So what is it about that that maybe a professional is better at handling? Why is a professional not have these issues? Is he not human? What what do you uh, think is the key key component there? There's a systematic approach to it. So we mentioned jumping strategies, we mentioned self-reflection and all those things tie in with each other. So if you have one strategy that you're working with and then you want to add another one. So you have a systematic approach to that. You don't just add it to it. You just, you, you first test it on a demo account and then you slowly start to add it. And then you reflect on that. So you reflect on how your performance, so self-reflection is with that new strategy before you bring it in um, with big numbers. And that's the difference between well, we're all the time we're talking about retail traders, but this is, you know, pretty much all of us at some point, we were those, those guys who were just jumping yeah. strategies, no self-reflection, 
bloated right. ego after a winning trade, no humbleness, because you think mm. you understand the concept and um, you, you actually don't when you put it into practice. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's speaking a from experience. Yeah. Yeah, just so we're speaking from experience. It's not just like, uh, I mean, I think we've all on this panel gone through all of these things at one point in time in our lives. It's not just like, uh, um, it's not just um, an overnight thing where we just all said, oh, we're just a trader today. I mean, it took us um, a lot of time and, and patience and stuff to, to get going. Yeah. Uh, and, and, to learn and all this stuff. And, and tons of crying in the bathroom, as uh, Lucas pointed out. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Like, just came out of the bathroom not long ago so yeah. <laughs> reminiscing but, but, uh, like, remember those days when we used to cry in the bathroom yeah. <laughs> those bathrooms we, and airplanes are, are small too right <laughs> that's why we don't tell everybody watching here is every friday we all get together on this little zoom call and have a little just a humble zoom crying call like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Let, 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 let me ask you guys a yes and no question. How about this? Okay. So we talked about um, the average traders, right? The average trader who is when things don't go right their their way, they tend to hop. Okay. Which is fine, which is fine. And it's not, it's, you know, no fault of their own. It's just, that's what they would do in a job too, right? If they're in a job, they don't like the job. Things don't look right. They'll switch a job, right? It's, it's only normal to do that. So when they're going into a trading system or strategy, which they had hopes for, and it turns out to be not good after a few attempts, it's almost normal that they want to move. It's almost normal that they want to move. Very few people, especially in today's day and age, right? Are we, we're, we're in the era of, if it doesn't work, throw it away, get a new one. We're no longer in our parents or grandparents' generation where if things don't work, fix it. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you rip your jeans, sew it. You know, you don't throw away, buy a new one, you know. So we're in this generation where we're mentally subconsciously trained to, if something doesn't work, throw it away, just get a new one. Yeah. Okay. That yeah, must be garbage. Just throw it away. Try something else. Try something else. Yeah. So that's why there there is this inability in the average person to fix things that don't work. Okay. To fix things that don't work. So I think um, a professional definitely has a lot of this in, under his belt. He's willing to fix things that has holes in them. Uh, and okay, so going with uh, the yes and no notion, let's say there is a trade, okay? A trade works fantastically well for the retail trader and for the professional trader. What does a retail, let's just say the average trader and a pro trader, okay? Let's remove the words retail or institutional, doesn't matter. So the average trader takes a winning trade and the professional trader takes a winning trade. What is the professional trader doing? Let's talk about that. PA. I think it, yeah, post-analysis. Post-analysis? He's, he's still reflecting, I think, even though it's a good trade, he can take the, the little win inside us, but he's still reflecting, he, she, I should say, sorry, uh, on reflecting on what he could have done better or like what, um, always looking to improve, even not just taking that win for granted, like, Oop, just going to do the same thing tomorrow, still looking to grow even with that. Okay. All right. So he, he's looking to self-reflect on it and still be like, what, what was the qualities of this trade? How do I make it better? Right. How, even after a winning trade. That? So that's interesting there, right? Yeah. All right. What about the average trader? What is he doing after a winning trade? 
Oh, he's not even at his desk desk anymore. He's pretty much driving to the club. (laughs) 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 So, so is that, would you say that is a starting fundamental flaw right there? Yeah. And I I think Ian already touched a bit on it. Uh, He he mentioned the word growth a few times just now. And I think it's growth mindset, which is the the big difference. Maybe that's the big defining quality. That's a difference between somebody who's just starting out and somebody who is a pro. Okay. Okay. So, so let me ask you this thing. Next thing. Okay. A professional, any walk of life and an average person, any walk of life, you tell a professional, all right, I'm going to take you to the next level. It's going to take you four years. What's a professional do? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Four years, put it into perspective. Why not if I'm going to be better than today? You take an average person, you tell them four years. Oh my goodness, four years. Yeah, he only has <laughs> two hands and only two middle fingers he can give me. But yeah. I, I'm sure if he had more hands, I get a lot more middle fingers pointing at me. <laughs> it's like four years are you are you nuts like no way no way you're telling me i'm gonna make more money than doctors lawyers engineers pilots but four years come on no way how much no part like i can do lots of partying in four years i mean look at all that time i'm gonna miss with my time i'm gonna miss with my friends in those four years i'm not gonna waste it doing that yeah so so what what is but when you look back, you're like, oh, man, if I started learning this four years ago, I would have saved so much time. When you look back, it's like four years is not a big deal. But why is it so daunting when you look forward and saying, whoa, four years is a long time? What, what is this weird mentality? Why does that happen in the mind? Why, while a professional is like, not a big deal, I'll do that long term, here we go. While a average person is looking for short, short, short short-term gain, short-term uh, probability, short-term goals. I need to be rich right now. I, I need to make all the money in the world right now. I, Bill Gates needs to come to me and kiss me on the cheek and says, here's my, all my money. Take it. It's yours now. <laughs> Why? What is this dream of I want it all now? What, what is the difference between a professional and the average person? I, th- I think the simplest answer to that is being able to, you know, try and delay instant gratification. I think that's okay, what pro does a little bit better than average traders. Okay. Um, yeah. Good, good. I'm going to touch, touch, touch one more piece on that and saying, if you take, Hunger. if you take a check, $1 million and you go to a professional and you say, I'm going to give this to you for doing nothing. And you take it to the average person and say, I'm going to give this to you for doing nothing. Would you mess with one of them? How so? Would you interfere in someone's way of life if you do that? Then the pro you wouldn't. With the pro or the novice? The the novice person, it's guaranteed he's going to take it. Will the pro take it? I feel like a novice now because in my head, I'm taking the check. This is my bank account transferred to me. If you can't do it, I'll give you my Bitcoin address. Like, <laughs> All right, All right, that's it. I'm going to leave the room now. All right. No, but here's a common thing I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot in the market is the, the professional trader is constantly saying, if I want, if I get this now, I want to be able to do it again. Yeah. I don't want that one off thing. 
while a average person is happy with the lottery mindset. I don't mind a one-off thing. I don't mind being suddenly rich. But you know what happens when you're suddenly rich? You become suddenly poor. Because rich is not the same as being wealthy. Richness can be taken away from you overnight. Wealthy cannot. I was going to say, like the, I think the, uh, the successful person, they may take the money, but that's not necessarily their mindset to take the money just to like, oh, I'm done. It's like they still have their goals and their dreams and, and things to work. I mean, they may yeah. use the money now for invest it um, to, to help maybe increase the speed of their goals. But I still think yeah. they have a plan and a solid base. And that won't change despite if they get the check or not. Whereas maybe, you know, a novice person or someone who doesn't think that way uh, would just take it. I'm done. I don't have to do anything anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, what you said just now about the pro trader, yeah, it's basically what was going on in my head as well. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. After you cash the check, right? <laughs> I was thinking about it on the way to the Ferrari dealership. Yeah. <laughs> While filling gas in the car, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, yeah. but here's the thing. There is this thing, there is this burning thing inside a pro trader that says, I need to deserve this. While the average trader or the average person does not care about do I deserve this or not, they simply think it just needs to come to me. So there is no sense of I worked hard for it. This needs to come to me regularly because I build my skills for this, right? It's not just why does all the good things happen to all these other people? Why doesn't it ever happen to me? So hopefully one day when I wake up, I'll have a winning trade on Euro USD and suddenly I'll realize I'm a million dollars more richer. That can happen, but it won't stay because yeah, there were no skills again. involved. Try yeah. doing it again the next day. Try doing it again. Thing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's like the, the classic old story of teaching someone to fish or giving them the fish. Yeah. And if they're vegetarian, you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) They won't even think about fishes at that point. I don't know what you teach someone to catch that's a vegetarian. I don't know what plant you're catching, but. All right. All right. So we can clearly see there's some, there's some key difference between them. Now, let me ask you guys this thing. Now let's take it a step further. Let's take it a step further. So is the key differences in how they're trading? Is that the key difference or is the key difference in how they're thinking? Yeah. The approach to trading is completely different, completely different, completely different. One is looking to, you know, go forward with the shovel. If that means that shovel is going to dig a hole first before it paves the way, so be it. They'll, they're willing to figure it out. While the other one says, hey, this thing made a hole. I'm out of here. Here's your shovel back. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They know it's a grind and that, that a prof- like a professional is like willing to go through that grind day in, day out, no matter what it takes. Have a solid plan. And I'm going to stick to that plan until I reach my goals. It's not just a one-off thing that, well, I worked hard today and then tomorrow I'm done, you know, or anything like that kind of mindset. Absolutely. It's also much more fun to learn learn a skill. Like you get a million dollars, and then what are you gonna do? Like it'll turn very boring very fast. Very very fast. I I, I can't tell you. Like many of these uh, trips and stuff I go to, and 
um, when I when I started having new money back in the day, right, it was like brand new money. I'm coming from a background where I didn't have much money. I was renting basements and all that stuff uh, growing up. And when I had new money and I'm starting to travel to all these places, I'm surrounded by people on the same island like Gordon Ramsay and all these, you know, you know, high five people. And I'm seeing the way they live. They have their own sense of problems, but their problems are so minute. Their problems are like, I'm trying to be better than this problem right now. Okay, when, when you're surrounded by that, you, you tend to see there's a whole different mindset that is never taught. It's never taught to the average person. It's like, why aren't you better than the next person? What's holding you back except yourself? And it's very interesting to have a conversation with all these different random people and you're like, hey, they just think differently. They don't do anything different. They just think different. If you bring that to a professional trader into the trading world, he's just bringing that mindset here and saying, all right, what did I learn? How do I improve? What did I learn? How do I improve? And that logic is on loop. They're just always trying to make themselves better. Regardless, like they don't care what other people do. They don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. There is no strings attached to what will people say? What What do they think? You know, what is my image now in, in front of their image? You know, that's less less likely for a uh, problem for them. Yeah, it's all tunnel vision. It's very tunnel vision. So um, if, if you take it a step further and uh, you're, you're trying to say, OK, I'm trying I'm an average trader now. OK, humbleness has kicked in. Saw this wonderful webinar of uh, four people uh, on a podcast, and I'm listening to them, and I've suddenly become <laughs> humble. I want to become pro. I've, I've heard of uh, certain sages as well, um, enlightened people, if you want to call it, like the Dalai Lama and, uh, and, and, and so forth. What they generally say is if you align everything in your body, mind, and actions into a singular purpose, then it just happens. Then it just happens. But... Simply sitting there, hoping and dreaming that it's going to happen, it won't happen. Because that is just one portion of your energy saying, I want this to happen for me. While one portion of your mind says, you're never going to do that. There's no way. Remember, uncle, auntie, mom, dad, cousin, brother, they're all saying, stop wasting your time. You're gambling. And I somehow believe that. Your energy is split. And then your actions, you work a little bit. I did good work. I did two hours of decent work. Let me watch some Netflix. Your actions don't reflect that energy as well. If you're all three or four portions of your energies do not line up towards that one goal, it'll take you much longer and your skill set will be much lower than the average person. I think you need you actually, to get those energies aligned. Yeah. You actually brought up a, just even the word action, honestly. Um, if they take action, because a lot of times it's just a, a dream or they just think about it. So I think the first step is taking action along with those thoughts with a well laid out plan and to keep going with that. So, um, yeah, I, I've seen people and, and know stories where they have big dreams, but if you don't at least take that small little step and, and start, uh, you can't really get going, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's very fascinating to hear all these success stories from a lot of the pro traders out there and seeing what did they go through to reach that stage where they're at. And, you know, the sizes they trade now, 
But that's what we all see, right? Is the sizes they trade now, but we don't ever get a chance to imagine. But what happened until he get until he or she got to that point? Yeah. That story is extremely painful if you ever ever focus on it. It's extremely painful. So the question now comes is if you want to be successful and you want to drive that Ferrari that's multicolored rainbow, you know, you want to do all that stuff that Instagram is telling you to do, which is fine. Are you willing to put in the work? If not, then this is going to be the hardest industry you have ever stepped foot in. The hardest industry you have ever stepped foot in because it's you against yourself against the world. It's not against an opponent. It's against the whole world. If you have a tough time believing in yourself, try having the whole world against you. I think a lot of people don't understand that when they are, they're trading, they're, it's not the market taking money away from them necessarily, you know, cause when you're putting on a trade and when you lose money, someone else is making that, that same amount of money and that someone else is actually taking money from your pocket. You don't see that, but it's actually what's happening behind the scenes. So it's a very, very, very competitive game. And, um, yeah, I try, I'm trying not to make it too dark, but you gotta really work hard. <laughs> when you say dark, I just, just that bathroom and crying keeps coming up in my mind. <laughs> That's all everyone's going to take away from this webinar. Like, remember that podcast about those four guys talking about crying in the bathroom? <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go right after this podcast. <laughs> but but it, it is a sad reality. But you know, if, if, if there's one thing to take away from any of the things that we do in any of the podcasts or any of our webinars is to give you that notion of, look, you can do it. You can do it. I never say no one can do it. Can, you know, you know, the amount of mentors I've met, the moment the camera goes off, you should see the way they speak. There is no love for the student whatsoever. They're using the students just to get ahead. There's absolutely no love. So mentors, I don't like to talk to them. They're, they're a waste of my time. They're a waste of their own time. They're a waste of life, I would say. A lot of them are just, you know, garbage. A lot of them are garbage. But when you do meet a few people who are willing to teach, they're, they can't sleep until they know what happened to that guy. Is he, is he doing okay? Did he, do, did he understand what, he, what I taught him? When you see stuff like that, and then you see the traders putting the work and efforts, to become pro, you start to see, all right, he's on his path. He, he'll be all right. He'll be all right. He's on his path. It's going to take some time, but he'll be all right. But the question comes in is, are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to go pro or do you want to stay average? Because if you want more money than the average, then you have to be more than the average. It's, it's that simple. It's that simple. It has to be better than average. Correct. Now, what, what does that even mean? Like, if you think about it, if you think about it, in today's world, a million dollars is nothing anymore. Okay, it used to be a lot of money, where everyone's like, I wish I can be a millionaire. People, people are talking 100 billions now. Okay, Th those are the numbers that are being played around with right now, compared to millions. Okay, now, take it a step further and think, if everyone in your neighborhood is earning millions, lives in a nice house that has a pool, and everyone drives a Mercedes, what is your desire going to be? To be a little better than them? 
Isn't that what the human mind generally wants? It's like, I don't want a Mercedes. I want a Bentley. I don't want a house with a pool. I want a five-floor house with a helipad or something. I don't know. Like, there is this desire to be better than your surrounding. Okay? It's because how, that's how we're trained growing up in school. Your parents enforce it. You better be better than the rest of the guys in your school. I'm paying a lot of money for you to, to compete. And with competition comes this desire to be better by comparing to the rest. This is also an evolution, survival of the fittest. Make sure you make it so your genes move on. They live on, they adapt, they evolve. So this is inbred into us. However, to be at that next stage above the average person, are you in a skill set above the average person? Or are you just like everybody else Flipping through Netflix and dreaming and saying, one day, watch, I'm going to make it. But no actions, no energy, no mindset actually says you're going to make it. There's nothing reflecting you're going to make it except a simple desire that's locked away in the brain somewhere in the corner that says, I wish I can make it. Yeah, and, and then to make things sound darker, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call you a black cat, man. You're going to be the black cat of our episodes. Like, <laughs> No, but this, this is uh, something I've always been thinking about to use as my own personal motivation. Yeah. So if you think about it, like, um, we, we all know the, um, the famous 90% of traders lose in a market. So 90% of traders lose. And if you're an average, so let's say like, if you're better than the average, you're still most likely within that 90%. You've got to be extremely good to be on the top 5 or 10%. So just being a little bit better than average as a trader still doesn't cut it. It doesn't. It doesn't. I agree. I agree. It doesn't cut it. Yeah. So let me ask all of you guys this. So all of you guys this on the panel, plus all of you guys who are watching this live, and all of you guys tuning in and listening in. I want, I'm going to ask you a question. I want you guys to all answer it. Those of you guys who are listening in, I can't see your answers. Just say it out loud. Say it out loud. Hopefully no one's near you. They might think you're crazy, but say it out loud. Are you willing to be better than right now? And if that comes with a bit of conflict and struggle, is that okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Without struggle or friction, there's no progress and there's no fun either. It, I, okay, I really like how you said that, Armo. If there is no struggle and you make it, you're not going to really enjoy it. No, there's no gratification or no satisfaction. There is no satisfaction because you got it just like that. It's like when you when you play a video game that's too easy. And after that, you feel like, well, I won, but anyone could have won. Yeah, that's why I don't. That's why I don't understand when I play with hackers. They just, you know, they hack the game, they kill everyone off. What's the fun in it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a shortcut way of trying to be better than the rest. Those shortcut ways generally get you into trouble. Those hackers get banned. People with inside trading go to jail. Like generally, those shortcuts get you in trouble. They're, you know, or taking steroids and going to the Olympics, eh, you're going to be bored. Cheat codes are no go. Yeah. Yeah. So there is this always this everyone's trying to skim and saying, 
I'll take a shortcut. I'll take a shortcut. Why? Just do it properly. Why not? Yeah. Feel proud that you're in the 95% or in the five, I guess I should say. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a, a feeling of pride, you know, like when you like accomplish something like that, in my opinion. It is, it is. And as, as a trader, that's, uh, I think the most wonderful feeling is you don't really know the day you get profitable because there's no such thing um, when you're trading. You're just trying to do your best in trying to survive, keep your head above the water. And then when you, when you're making the money, okay. Um, so what we call in, in urban Forex, what we generally like to refer to as the R bucket. Okay. As you're collecting R's from the market, from your edge, you're taking R's, put it in your bucket, taking R's, put it in your bucket. When you have a losing trade, you take one R and you give it back saying, sorry about that. My bad. So your, your job is when you're collecting those R's, you're never satisfied because you don't know if you have to give it back at one point or the other until you get better and better and better. But when you're holding on to, you're like, I know these are my wins, but I don't know if it's mine yet. But time goes on, time goes on, you improve on your edge, you're getting better and you realize, hey, it's been a long time. I didn't touch all those R's in those bucket. I guess they're here to stay. So you never know what is that one day you became profitable. It just, you just don't know. It just happens and you're just like, hey, I'm doing better and better and better. Last year, I did 20% growth. This year, I did 30% growth. Now I'm doing 2% a month. Now I'm doing 4% a week. You start to see these improvements and you're like, wow, I guess it's staying. I guess it's staying. You need a when you need a cart to carry your bucket of ours, then you know you're going somewhere at that point. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. That that will come in handy once you cash that million dollar check for doing nothing. You can buy yeah. those carts. <laughs> <you're like. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think this was a very interesting topic. I really like how you guys gave your feedbacks around this as well. Is there anything else you guys want to add to qualities of? pro traders versus average traders. What makes them different? Is there anything else you want to add to it? I think there's there's a whole list that we it's impossible to go over, but I think the easiest answer to that is average traders is clicking a buy button, sell button. Pro traders doing the same. I think the only difference there is the mindset and how they what they do prior to the trade and after the trade. Like what we discussed earlier. Yes. Yes, I agree. I agree. The prior and after is missing for many, many traders. It's and so what they weird. do prior and after de determines what they do during the trade. That That's the difference what they do during the trade compared to beginning traders. Yeah. So that, that's the key key difference. If there's one one very specialized key difference, it's that. And I agree with you guys. It is that piece is a normal person, he's looking for what does his action do when he's in the trade and what happened to the PL. It's very reactive. Okay, I entered the market, did this to me, <gasps> or yay. It's very reactive, you know, versus a, a guy who's coming in as a professional. He's like, I've trained for this. I know what, what I'm going to do. It might do this or it might do that way, but I'm going to be prepared for both ways. And then the market plays out. It's like, oh, I was expecting that. Welcome. And then afterwards, he's doing the preparation for it. So his focus is not on what am I going to do in the execution. His focus is on what's going to happen, how I'm going to trade it. And once the trade is done, how did I do? How can I make this better? 
it has very less to do with the trade itself. The plan. So weird, the... isn't it? What were you saying, Armand? Yeah, sorry. Preparation. I said, sorry, I said the plan. So prior and the review after yeah. the trade. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ian, you were saying you wanted to add to that? Uh, just saying preparation, I guess, in, in a nutshell. Preparation before and after, you know, keeps you on your toes for anything. And then the correct mindset. So correct. those are the two key words I would, preparation and mindset are, correct. are very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and that's what, that's what, that's the key difference between a uh, professional and the average person. So if you're tuning in, you're listening in, uh, or you're watching this live, I want you to, you know, take a moment and reflect back on your journey as a trader or as a developing trader. Um, if you're just starting off and really think to yourself of, am I better than the average person? Not, not to flare up your ego or anything, but are you actually better than the average person? If the answer in your mind is not a resounding yes, then there is more work to do. And that more work can only be done if you calm yourself down and have some humility and saying, I need to learn more. That attitude will get you propelling forward faster than ever. But the moment you say, I know everything, it's game over from this day forward. It's game over. Yeah. You might as well save your money and keep it in your wallet because you're not going to make it. Now, I, I can imagine the bathroom where everyone's crying is going to be extremely crowded after this podcast. <laughs> it's like everyone's in that bathroom crying. Like, <laughs> like, like that is not the intention of this podcast. The intention is to make sure you you come into this industry real. You don't come in with false hopes and pretenses of, I'm going to be rich by simply learning a few things here and there. And then... Uh, I'm going to drive around a Ferrari and then my life is good. I never need a boss ever again. Yeah, it all sounds great. But why do you not need a boss? Because you can make better decisions for yourself. That's the key. You got to get that skill set. That's the key. That only comes with the ambition or the fire or the hunger to be better tomorrow than you are today. That's it. That's it. So... Um, I, I do this a lot with my prop traders as well. And I always ask this question is, if you're done with your trading day and 24 hours has passed by, ask yourself this question. Yeah, you're learning, you're trying to get better, but that 24 hours is now gone. You are one day older, closer to death. You're never going to get that day back. What did you do in that day that was worth living for and sacrificing 24 hours for? If that's not hard enough for you to really realize that you're spending time into this, you better make it worthwhile and not mess around. I was going to use the other words, but I shouldn't do that. But if you're not messing around, then, then it, it was worth it. Those 24 hours were well spent. You, you, killed yourself for 24 hours more to do what you're trying to do. That's a whole different mindset. You're coming in, you're saying, I died 24 hours more. I died, literally expired 24 hours more for my goal. Make sure it's worth it. Make sure it's worth it. It is yeah. not for some Instagram post. Make sure it is worth it. Toilet is pretty much full now. The, the toilet yeah. so, so they're crying on the toilets too now like, <laughs> come on 
All right, but so I, I hope this podcast was useful for 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 many. Um, and the intention is stay real, stay honest with yourself, because there's nothing to prove to anybody else except yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The better you treat yourself, the better you're gonna be. Just love yourself. Do well. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Okay? Water yourself easy. like a plant, so you can grow. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. All right. So what we're going to do after this uh, podcast, as this podcast is ending, uh, we're going to move this straight into a webinar where we're going to take this into a more uh, visual approach of the top three qualities of traders. We're going to talk about it on charts uh, and some drawings that I'm going to do where I'm going to talk about what are the key differences that sets an average trader apart from a professional trader. So if you want to watch that webinar, those of you guys who are here live, just stay online with us. We're going to go into that webinar right now. And those of you guys who are listening to this podcast, if you want to watch that webinar, it will be a link surrounding this uh, video or audio file wherever you're tuning in from, whether it be on Apple or um, uh, Spotify or YouTube, wherever you might be tuning in from. All right. So until next time, guys, until the next episode, thank you guys here in the panel, Armo, Lucas, and Ian. As always, it's been a pleasure. Same here. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.